Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. In a time when we are learning to lean more on each other, we are doing this because we want to explore ways to live out our faith every day, even on a beautifully ordinary Tuesday afternoon. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday Afternoon Podcast with Ben and Wren. I'm Wren. And hey, I'm Ben. We are so glad you're spending some time with us this week, and we are continuing our series this week in um, Spotlight on Sparta, where we're talking to folks who are doing good things in our little community. And this week, we have a special guest. Her name is Jill Cockerham. She is the chief cook and bottle washer at the farmer's market, and that is one of the many hats that she wears in our little community. And we would love to have you um, talk with us a little bit about how you got here, and what you do in Allegheny County. Okay. Well, I, um, on a whim, applied for this position with uh, Cooperative Extension back in 2019 uh, after my dad passed away in June and didn't hear anything for a while and then did. um, So I figured I'm moving back to Allegheny County. Uh, But it was a local foods position, um, which was sort of the kind of a good um, sort of culmination of all the educational background um, in food and horticulture. um, And I have a sociology degree as well. So it's, it's sort of the perfect job for me, essentially. Mm -hmm. Where did you move here from? Um, I lived in Burnsville. I lived in the Buncombe County area from about 2006 um, till 2019. So, but lived in Raleigh, Winston um, and Florida as a kid for a little bit. And Sparta. And now you're back. Yep. Wonderful. Oh, that's so cool. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you do with the farmer's market. I know there's there's a lot going on, and it was a, a challenging first year for you with everything that's been going on um, with the pandemic. And tell us how you kind of worked worked through that and how that went. Yeah, well, I... Um... Uh, I did teach a couple of workshops last year um, through extension and then market was scheduled to start back up in May. Um, and then, of course, in March, mid-March, we found out we needed to stay home. Yeah. But I thought the market still needed to go on. So I was trying to figure out figure out a way to make that happen. And also it was like my very first year. Um, so I decided to start an online market. I sort of like cobbled together um, different vendors, you know, trying to get a variety of foods, uh, even from vendors that couldn't be at the Saturday market, like in person, if mm-hmm. they even wanted to. Um, but I was able to get enough vendors together, maybe 10 to 15, um, as, at least in the beginning, um, to have an online market and started that in mid-March or mid-May. And um, then we opened up in person in June, um, very, very socially distanced, but it's also mm-hmm. outside. And yeah. um, and we managed to have a, a pretty successful market, you know, considering the situation. Wow. That must have been challenging. <laughs> it was very challenging. Well, and also the rules kind of kept changing as we That's went along. True. Um, so we would have to, I would check in, you know, with, with my employer, NC State, and other market managers, um, you know, in several different groups. So we kind of collaborate and talk about, you know, what's working for you, what, you know, that kind of thing. So it's it's nice to share that information, especially if you have these very, like specific jobs, like managing a farmer's market. Um, but um, yeah, so that we, and it, it, it was great, actually. Um, we, we did pretty good and um, I just wanted to make it even bigger this year and, and got more vendors and 
Uh, right now, we're almost at full vendor capacity, and wow. it's rocking every single Saturday. So That's great. What are some highlights for you of the farmer's market this year? You know, the, the biggest highlight, and this is what I hear from customers and vendors, is just like being with people on Saturday in a happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are selling, there's food, there's music, you know, that we have a, a chair massage uh, person and um, everybody's just, you know, everybody's in a really good mood. And that's what I consistently hear why people come. It's just for community purposes. And, you know, the food is like a nice bonus, but mm-hmm. um, um, we have a lot of vendors. And so you can you know, get out on Saturday morning for an hour and get all your grocery shopping done for the week or weekend and see all your neighbors and run into people maybe you haven't seen in a long time. So it's, it's, it's pretty beautiful. Mm, That sounds, it's just one more, one more thing to to love about where we live. That's right. You know, seeing, seeing everybody on a Saturday with the park right behind you. So the kids all have something to do and yeah, it's great. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about the Allegheny Food Alliance and its connection and kind of what your what your vision is for what that's going to look like? Yeah, well, I, I saw a need for sort of an umbrella organization for the mm-hmm. market because there's all this grant money out there, but I wasn't able to to like directly apply for it uh, for a couple different reasons. So um, I thought forming this alliance would enable us to get nonprofit status, um, which opens up a kind of wider range of grants that you can apply for um, because I don't have any funding for it and we don't have sponsors or anything like that. Um, So it was more of a grants route, but also to make it an umbrella organization for future projects such as community gardens um, and, and really just any kind of food infrastructure that may help Um, this county, you know, with 11,000 people and Mm -hmm. one grocery store. So just trying to like open up new avenues for people to access food and for food security, you know, reasons as well for people that need um, help with, you know, feeding themselves. Yeah. And I know you talked a lot about um, more of a cooperative communicative um, community among our farmers too, which is not always easy if, you know, the farmer is working all day long, but they could do so much with this other farmer if they work together on this or that, or even if they just knew each other, so they could bounce ideas off each other and, you know, communicate with each other. And I think um, the Food Alliance is going to help with that. Yeah. And great. one thing I, I, I'm hearing a lot from farmers is one, they're overworked, yeah, <laughs> which we all yeah, probably yeah. knew that already. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Looking for help is really challenging because there's no like centralized kind of way to do that. But I, um, I did sort of model the Food Alliance a little bit after Blue Ridge Women in Agriculture, mm-hmm. which is in Watauga County and is um, an umbrella organization for the High Country Food Hub. Um, so I really like what they're doing. And, you know, they're they're went like pre-COVID, they were doing you know, maybe $3,000 a week. And uh, two weeks after COVID, they went to like 20,000 a week with all these new customers and vendors. So there was that sort of, um, to me, shed light on the challenging parts of the food system and, you know, how distribution channels were getting sort of bottlenecked last year Mm -hmm. and just a greater need to boost the farmers that we do have in the area. And eventually hopefully um, use grant monies to to help new and beginning farmers start here 
Um, because I, I do think there's a little bit of disconnect with people, you know, with the idea of farming that they need a lot of acreage and that's not really the case. So mm-hmm. you can do, you know, you can grow a lot of food in a, on a very small piece of land. Um, and to, I guess, get the word out about that and try to help people that really want to yeah. do something like that. Oh, that's so cool. I love all, all those good ideas. What are some, what are some things that can be grown on a small amount of land? What's... Um, well, I tend to sort of use the permaculture model and that, um, kind of helps you like realize without getting into a lot of uh, details about it. It, it, it gives you sort of a, um, philosophy for utilizing more space within your, maybe you want to get rid of your lawn, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and plant, um, guilds of tree, fruit trees with other vegetables and that kind of thing. So just taking, sitting with your property, no matter if it's a quarter of an acre or, you know, 20 acres, but sitting with it and kind of letting it tell you what it needs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know that's mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I'm not sure if that's the way to put it, but, but just, observing, you know, observing sunlight Mm -hmm. and, you know, what, what's going to work where and trying things and, you know, some things are not going to work. Um, but definitely we live in an area, you don't want to grow a lot of tropicals here probably unless you have a (laughs) greenhouse, but we live in an area where you can grow, you you know, even though our season's a little bit shorter, you can grow all kinds of stuff that you might not think you could. Um, and there are a lot of um, varieties that have been adapted to the mountains. Um, so, you know, I, I think without getting into like details about specifics, um, you just try things. And also you can call Extension and we can help you uh, answer some of the qu- those questions as well about what, what works better here. So, wow. Very cool. So, Jill, you're currently also back in school. Yes, I love. I actually <laughs> love being a daughter. In yeah, I do I have a thirteen-year-old. So nothing um, much happening in your life at <laughs> not the <moment>. at all. <laughs> um, yeah, and I am also. I have this, you know, almost twenty acres that I'm trying to figure out Whoa. what to do with uh-huh. as well. So, um, but yeah, my daughter's transferring to Piney Creek next year. Oh, cool. um, she did all virtual school last year, yeah. so we could kind of be anywhere. Um, so she's really excited about that, um, and I understand they have uh, school gardens now as well. So. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but we live in Laurel Springs, so it's, you know, a good place for her to go. And then she's actually excited about riding the bus home. So I don't understand that personally. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so and I decided to uh, well, I work for NC State University mm-hmm. um, and they do uh, give us tuition waivers for three classes a year. Yeah. Oh, that's and wonderful. I love being in school, period. <laughs> so um, I just decided it would be, you know, crazy for me not to yeah. um, start my grad degree. So I'm sort of focused on food systems, sustainable ag, agroecology, that kind of rural sociology. Those are those are my sort of key components, but I haven't declared a major yet. So that's wonderful. Wow. Well, Jill, we are just I feel so excited because you're so excited um, about all the different things that are happening and the possibilities that that could, quote unquote, grow from from what you're um, what you're doing. And um, on our podcast week to week, we have a quote and a happy song that we usually like to do. And wondering if you had anything you want to contribute. You could be a quote and a song or one or the other. Okay. well, I do have a quote. I like, I have a lot of quotes. I, I kind of write a lot of things down, but uh-huh. one that I thought was very appropriate for my, um, 
for my job is a quote by one of my favorite people who is not here any longer, Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. Um, and the quote is, food may not be the answer to world peace, but it's a start. I like that. Oh, oh I love it too. Yeah. And the song part, well, I have so many songs <laughs> that make me happy, um, but I do have certain songs that I sort of, you know, listen to to get me pump, pumped up. And I started recently listening to Oasis again after wow. <laughs> many years. Yes. Uh, but there's one song in particular <laughs> called She's Electric uh-huh. that I really love. Yes. And that's, I've been listening to that song a lot. So I don't know this band. Is it a Is band they're from or the one... 90s? Oh. Yeah. Wow. And they, and they <laughs> broke up. It. They're two brothers that don't get along and now they're oh, not sad. together anymore. So. Okay. Yeah. But, but it's a great band. Great band. Okay. Yeah. You need to brush up on your 90s music. I... I'll, I'll send you a playlist. <laughs> It's hard as, as for I me. need to brush up on my 70s. <laughs> okay, fair but, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we'll meet somewhere in the 80s. <laughs> uh, well, um, what about you, Ben? What are you thinking about today? Um, well, I've got a quote here uh, from James Finley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does a uh, podcast on meditation and um, oh. contemplative prayer that I love. And his quote that I'm using today is, the more we are transformed in compassion, the more we are impelled to act with compassion towards others. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Um, and do you have a song today? Well, I've I've been really into this group I just discovered called Michigander. I don't know if I'm saying that right, hmm. but uh, he has a song called Better that I, it's a good pump up song for me this week. And oh. being from Ohio... I like that it's a Midwestern name to the band. Yeah. (laughs) Michigander. I like that. Um, So this week, my song is called Southern Nights. It's a Glenn Campbell song from, well, you guessed it, the 70s. Yeah, I just was listening to that today. I'm like, and I played the one on YouTube where you can read the lyrics and just the lyrics of that song are just wonderful. And um, so that is a great song and it's, it's very happy. And my quote for today is from Eisenhower, Dwight D. Eisenhower. Um, And it is, farming looks mighty easy when your plow is a pencil and you're a thousand miles from a cornfield. So how true is that? Yeah. (laughs) So it's good to get your, get your fingers in the dirt. And um, we're just thrilled that you were here to kind of help us get excited again about all the things that we have here in this community all yeah you know un- literally under our feet well it's great to be back after 35 years so uh, does it feel good it does be, yeah. it's uh i don't recognize people though mm-hmm. you know that maybe i knew from from high school oh which yeah. might be a good thing i don't know but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's nice and i do have a couple of people that are vendors at the market that i knew from high school so it's kind of cool so. wow that is really cool Well, thanks so much for being here today, Jill, and good luck with everything you've got going on. Thank you, and thanks for having me on today. Thanks for being here. Go in grace and peace. Have a great week.